Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Scummy Mummies Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And tonight we are joined by Tim Dowling. Hooray! Hooray! You're Tim's here. just nodding and smiling, yeah. yeah. He's sorry, less excited than us that he's here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Our first American on the podcast. Oh. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. And a little surprise that you haven't had any Americans. I know, yet. we've done like 60-odd podcasts and you're, yeah. like, you're our first yank. Helen hates them though, you see. <laughs> She's a terrible racist, Tim. Sorry. You're going to find out anyway. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. So uh, for those of you who don't know Tim, he's a Guardian colonist, an author, a dad, a banjo player, and a Lady Gaga fan, apparently. Is this I true? I don't know where that bit comes from. That comes from the internet, Tim. I'm an admirer of Lady Gaga. I'm not, I'm not a particular fan. Oh, really? I'm not one of the, what are they called, little monsters? Oh, right. On your band website, it uh, says, your favourite artiste is Lady Gaga. Are yeah. your band members yanking your chain? They were angry. The person who did our website... Did you see she did, did an website, anti-American joke, yeah. though? Did you get that? Yeah. No, it's the person who did our website is angry because I never filled out the questionnaire online that was meant to go... Right. Um, so you put those responses in there and they they, they will stay there until because I can't get online I don't know the codes to change it myself mm-hmm. until I go back and basically apologise to him and give him my real choices And always be nice to the IT guy Tim I refuse to do that on principle <laughs> well I just hope down. I just hope Lady Gaga's not listening to this <laughs> because she's going to be very disappointed she's just lost a fan I love her work <laughs> so we're going to do like a husband and dad special uh, on the podcast today because Tim's written a book. It's called How to Be a Husband. Hooray! How do you be a husband? It's just about hanging in there, really. It's not... Yeah. It's pointedly not called How to Be a Good Husband. Okay, Tim, tell us about your family. Uh, I, I have a wife and I have three children, three sons. Mm-hmm. The oldest one's 21. 18, the other one just turned 18 the other day, and 16. Do they sleep through the night? <laughs> Please tell me they sleep through the they night, Tim. Please through, tell me they do. Yeah, they sleep through the day. No. <laughs> Hardly ever see them. Every once in a while, I get, get an I just, email. I send out a text that says, yeah. "You know, where are you? Where have you been?" And you just get a text back four hours later that says, "What's good, cuz?" <laughs> so I, I read in the garden recently that you you talked about how childhood goes really quickly. And did you always think that was a cliche? But is it actually true? Like you've got kids at the other yeah, end. You know? I used to think it was a cliche because it's one of those things that people say to you when they're at that age when they're completely sticky all the time, mm. all three of them. And just at that point where they're, you, they're completely out of control in a home base mm. on a Saturday, some, oh God. some sort of elderly person will come up to you and say, Enjoy it while it lasts. It goes by so fast. Oh. And you think, no, are it's you not. joking? 
smash them over the head with their lampshade. I've been with them for an hour and it, sound, it feels like an entire week. Yeah. <laughs> Saturdays go on. But then forever. suddenly it's over. I mean, mm. it's not. It's basically over. Mm. Um, they still need money from me and things. But you feel that sort of thing where they really don't come to you for anything except your credit card number. And it seems like the blink of an eye all of a sudden. Mm. Do you miss it? Yes. And uh, what I'm, I miss, I think everyone probably will feel like this when they get to this age, is you feel like you didn't pay close enough attention. In one of my drawers, I found a Walkman, a recording Walkman. That still had the last cassette in it that oh. I used before it suddenly became obsolete. Mm. And it was me interviewing the youngest one. And I didn't recognise his voice. It was so completely different to his voice now. Mm. Did so you much, have a little cry, Tim? So much higher and kind of posher. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice would you... So Helen and I, we're sort of still in the, in the, in the trenches. Because yeah. <laughs> our, our children range from one to seven. Um, so what advice would you give for us for I kind would say of enjoy it it goes by so fast <laughs> get out <laughs> right i'm gonna ring you from home base tomorrow <laughs> it's not what? going again? fast yes. you could, you could, you can, i can't imagine how long it would take me to get even one of my children to come to home base with me <laughs> you can't bribe them with harry you gotta get them out of bed you gotta wake them up no, you can't bribe them with Haribo. <laughs> do, the, do the stakes get higher? Because at the moment, I feel like I'm in control with Haribo and biscuits. Like, I feel like... Yes, you know, do. I've got, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it set. Because they, I mean, I all my life, I don't, I hate doing certain things alone. You know, like, I'd hate going to the cinema alone. I hate eating by myself in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I hate, I don't really like doing anything like going to the supermarket on my own. Mm-hmm. Although I can. I can. Good on you. <laughs> um, I did it yesterday. Well... Uh, no, not that weird. But I quite like. I always like having a sort of errand friend, mm-hmm. um, and that's what kids are great for when they're right. about eight. Yeah, you know, mm. they're when they're babies. It's horrible. Yeah, they just pull things off the shelves as you go by. And they, but uh, at about eight, and they'll do it for fifty pence. You know, they'll do for, oh, for yeah. the pro- the promise of some Haribo. They will do anything mm. like that. They'll look for your glasses for an hour and a half. <laughs> This is why I had children. Yeah. yeah, and you suddenly think this is this is what it's all about. Yeah, um, something back. And now you really like, it's like I want a PlayStation, mm. or a guitar, or a drum kit, or mm. I want to go, <laughs> I want to go to a festival in Spain. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! Not with you. <laughs> not going to a festival in Spain. I'm not coming home base. Oh, oh. They're, they're big stakes, mm. aren't they? Home base versus Bilbao. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly I don't know. Right. What you do is you go to home base by yourself. Oh, well, oh. do you know what, Tim? You can always borrow one of our children. <laughs> you really want they're to. They're great for supermarkets. One of the sticky ones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we actually had some like sunlight the other day in South London, and um, through the back, the back room came sunlight through the windows, and just the filth. The mm. film, the film on the on the back window of the sticky hands and probably even snot. They just sort of stuck yeah. their faces on it. It is sticky. It's mm. a it is sticky. I remember the car that we had when they were and all the sort of flat raisins and everything. Yeah, but as Nigel Slater once said to us, I once tweeted uh, Nigel Slater saying something like, "I've made your sticky chicken wings, but I think I'll put too much honey in. Is they going to be too sticky?" And he said. I don't think there's any such thing as too sticky. <laughs> and I was genuinely aroused for about half an hour. <laughs> we were sitting on this couch, actually, when it happened, and we were just literally on the floor going... <laughs> We've got a four-year-old here who will challenge that theory. <laughs> now that you're an experienced parent, I'll say experienced. Yeah. I'm not giving you any other... <laughs> I have experienced it. <laughs> you have know, experienced. What, what advice would you give either your old self or, or parents who are about to... or people who are about to embark on this fatherhood... Shiz. 
I think, I mean, I think it's kind of like any, you know, the advice you'd give to a recovering alcoholic, I mean, it's one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you just do it in very small chunks and you think, when this is when I, you know, have to stop letting him feed me this raisin that he's more or less already eaten, <laughs> you know, a half hour from now, then maybe I can watch 15 minutes of Spongebob <laughs> and fall asleep in my own lap. <laughs> They were the sort of right spread of age. I didn't, we didn't, I didn't do anything specifically wrong, I don't think. But mm. you just, you don't realise how much of a slog it is. How much, yeah. how much it hurts your back and how mm. much it hurts your legs and mm. knees. And it's just that thing. I started out being one of those people who would just carry them everywhere. Mm. Just quicker. And slowly one arm gets bigger than the other and, and you start to lean over like this. <laughs> and you just realise it's like, take your time a little bit. and sort of, It's, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Get the push chair, set it up. Put the buggy board on the back, then you can take two of them to the park, and you won't be a wreck when you get there. When they get a bit older, never tell them where you're going until they're all in the car. <laughs> that is such good advice. We're, we've joined up with like English Heritage, and we're like, we're going to a castle. No, we don't want to go to another castle. They suck. I don't know yeah. why I'm saying in an American accent. Am I doing that weird thing? Because you're racist and you're trying to make him <laughs> feel uncomfortable, Helen. I always do that thing. Jesus. Yes, I try. My, my accent goes all weird. My mouth's confused. Yes, we've heard yeah. that before. Just yeah. say, well, if you're good, there'll be ice cream at the end. <laughs> Never say that the good. beginning part is the Serpentine Gallery. But there's a new installation. There's yeah. an architect. <sighs> it's the summer oh. pavilion, man. I no. once took them up there to look at the pavilion yeah. that they do and the pavilion was shut for some private thing and they're just like leaning on the railings looking into it going can we get some ice cream now and I looked over and it was this sort of Jeff Koons exhibition at the Serpentine I said let's go and see that it's mm. really fun they were like no way and one of them flung himself he used to fling himself flat onto the ground <laughs> make himself very hard to pick up oh that's <laughs> relaxing but I took them in there and they were furious they hate, you know children are natural haters of modern art mm. this, this is rubbish I don't get this at all. Well, who cares about a pool toy, an inflatable pool toy stuck through a chain link fence? But it's a puppy man of flowers, you yeah. fuckheads! <laughs> the thing is, it's not, it looks like an inflatable pool toy, but it's made of metal. And they went, they all reached out like that immediately to touch it. We were chased out by guards. And they made a game of it. They, went from, they ran from room to room, oh, trying to touch the metal things before the guards could find them. And I couldn't, there's three of them, so if they split up, oh I'm my sunk. God. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you've been doing your like guarding columns since like two thousand and seven. So these these kids, yeah, it's like these nine sticky kids, years. have given you a bit of material yeah. along the way. And I know they read it sometimes, don't they? And they get they get cross. They never used to read it, right? Well, they were quite young, I suppose, at the beginning, and they never took any interest in it. But um, I once I, I came to a point where I had to promise them five pounds, five pounds if they were quoted directly. Wow! But I said to them, it's not my job to like basically point out to you that you were quoted directly. If you find it and you bring it to me, I will pay. And they don't read it very often. I'm, I've had to shout out like four times in right. nine years. That's all yeah. right. Let's hope they don't listen to this because I'll be going through <laughs> your back catalogue. <laughs> when you wrote about 5-2 and your wife. I, there was a thing where we were meant to apply. I think the, the Guardian rang a bunch of journalists and asked them to apply the 5-2 principle. Yes, yeah. I.e. five days on, two days off. Mm. Two other areas of your life. Yeah. And I got saddled with my marriage. Yeah, yeah. So I rang up a sort of relationship counsellor and said, here's this idea that I've been forced, more or less against my will, to comply with. He said, whatever, he did, he said, whatever the two days that you do this, you mm. must make sure that they're not the same two days that she's fasting on the 5-2 diet. Yeah, I, see, I, that's, what, that's what got me, because Will and I were trying the 5-2 diet, and we couldn't do it on the same day, because when he was doing it, he was fucking hopeless. Like, he was so hungry and tired, mm. and just like... 
Oh, I don't, I don't know where my where my shoes are. <laughs> <laughs> I just eat a biscuit, you dickhead! And then yeah, and then I would do it, and I and I would be like. I'm so tired. Uh, excuse me, I spend a lot of time with you when you're very hungry, and you don't sit around going, I'm so tired. You sit around going, Oh my god, I want some biscuits! <laughs> Why have we, Helen, we're trying to finish this. Where are the biscuits? That's what you sound like. Yeah, I was like, Have you got any crisps? <laughs> no, you're not. You're like, Why haven't you got any crisps? <laughs> So yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you wrote that thing about the five two, it really struck a chord. So thank you, Tim Dowling, for the guardian. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to say I like your work. Thank you, thank you. Um, what does your wife think of the column? She's very um, understanding, forgiving. <laughs> Mostly, I mean, she she does say, you know, she says I can't I can't say that that's not what I'm like. And usually she doesn't. She's absolutely completely thick skinned She doesn't mind any of that sort of thing. And occasionally I get it completely wrong. And she gets very, very angry. And I think, oh my God, I'm going to have to stop doing this column without even like giving anyone any notice. That's only happened two or three times. And it was always a complete surprise. I have no idea what you're so angry about. And you paid about. her five pounds. Five yeah. pounds. Yeah. And gave her some Haribo and sent her to, a, uh, yeah. <laughs> to Spain. And it was fine. <laughs> she got very worried like, that it would get her into trouble at work or something. Oh, okay. And I was like, you're being crazy. This is nothing going to happen. How, how do you get into, how do you prepare for fatherhood? Or should you just dive in? I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I certainly wasn't prepared. I mean, I think everybody knows that how that difficult conversation about starting a family begins. Mm. Mine began with my wife throwing a pregnancy test at me and saying, "Oh my god, I'm fucking pregnant." (laughs) The blue line of truth. (laughs) (laughs) I weed Um, on something, and you're going to be a dad. (laughs) I think you. I mean, it's very everything that you realise, you realise in hindsight. Like, I have three children, I know that three children is too many. <laughs> Two's fine. Helen knows that because she's been told that by her own father. Yeah, it's nice. I'm yeah. one of five. He yeah. wish he had two. Which, yeah. <laughs> I'm number four. Yeah. But I think it's, it's like, you, you're completely unprepared for it. And I think that's sort of how it's meant to be. Mm. You can read the book. I went to one childbirth class, but I was the only man that turned up. And they... They said, no, no, stay. And then they made me lie on a mat and exercise my vagina. <laughs> wow. How do you do that, Tim? Well, again, later on, Tim. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know how to do it. <laughs> and then in the tea break, they, all the women were like, your husband's very brave to come. And she said, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they said tea, he'd got into the car and went home. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But as you say, you've been a husband for a long time, despite, as we've seen from your column, let's say quite a lot of ups and downs. Uh, amazing, and your column, yeah. yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you stay married? Please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not get divorced is the first step. And then yeah. the second? I think you have to sort of learn from your mistakes. Uh, I have been to marriage counselling. It was for an article, but... Oh, I, shut up. I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was the worst. <laughs> I'm just here for work. I'm just so, here for work. Yeah. I'm so I actually got by paid the Guardian. Uh, but we made up problems. I was like, we'll have to make up some problems. We're on the tube on the way to this guy's. We've got to make up some problems so we have something to talk about. And I didn't realise when we got there that wasn't going to be a problem at all. There was, yeah. Once we, once we started, it's like you can't go back. You can't put the lid back on. And you learn, the one thing you sort of learn is once you sort of, if you really do talk about things, you can't, it's, it becomes embarrassing to keep doing the same thing wrong over and over after a while. Mm. So you learn to stop doing things that don't work, as we say. Those of us who have been to marriage counselling for money. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a weird prostitute. I can't yeah. really get oh, my head around the economics I, of it. My wife thinks, I, I think my Sorry. wife secretly, she doesn't really say so, I think she secretly thinks that she comes out great. 
in every cold. I like her. I haven't met um, her. Uh, and initially, she used to just open the magazine in front of me and she'd sign. She'd say, I miss John Ronson so much. <laughs> he was so oh, we all miss John. We all miss John. <laughs> he was so funny. Oh. I was like, well, he had to stop. Uh, and then she started saying, she started laughing at it and she started saying, I'm funny. You just write it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, look, while we're on the subject of husbands, can we, can we do our game now, Helen? Can we do our game? Yeah, why not? Let's just crack into the game. Now, yeah. d- now we've, got, we've got a game that I've devised called, Did Our Husbands Really Say That? <laughs> <laughs> so the game is, Tim and the listener, is that Ellie and I are going to read out some quotes uh, from our husbands, or maybe not, and mm. you have to guess whether they're real or not. Okay. True or false, true or false, true or false. Okay. Yeah. So, Tim, did Helen's husband actually say this? Would you like my mum to show you how to hang out the washing properly? (laughs) Tim's thinking about it. That sounds real to me. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I'm saying that because I think hanging out washing is a bit of a lost art. Yeah. Because everyone has dryers now. Mm. (laughs) I mean, what I... I'm saying I could see a scenario where you would find oh, yourself Tim. saying that and not regret it until you'd already said too much of it. Yeah. Tim, Tim, Tim. Don't <laughs> try and defend it. Apparently I didn't hang shirts on hangers to dry. I've just hung them on the dryer over the rack. Not oh. like a normal person. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I've imagined the wrong scenario. <laughs> it's inexcusable. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Ellie. Okay. Uh, my Tim. Turn. Tim, did my husband actually say this... You know, you look a bit like a white Bill Cosby. <laughs> I can't look at you while I am. <laughs> I might have to leave the room and text you. <laughs> this was a go? long time ago, surely. <laughs> did he Did he say it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. That's Are these all right. going to be true? No. No. Okay. Um, yeah, he said, he, in his defence, he says it's when, and it was before all the Bill Cosby, all the horror came out, right? So just to lighten it up Cosby. a little. Um, he said it's when I do this expression that I do, which goes like this. I'm going to demonstrate for Tim now, listeners. It's, it's okay. Oh my God. It's like he just walked into the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. <laughs> right, Helen's turn. Did my husband say this? Boomba, boomba, boomba. <laughs> When he walked behind me. Are you married to Silvio Berlusconi? <laughs> and then said, did I say that out aloud? Out aloud? I'm going I'm to, for his sake, basically <coughs> pretend that I think he's better than that and say that he didn't say that. No, he did. Uh, well... You're doing well, Tim. You're doing well. Yeah. Um, okay, here's another one for you. <laughs> funny now, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, it's funny now. Um, <laughs> after all that couples therapy. Um, <laughs> so picture the scene, Tim. Uh, I'm six months pregnant with my second child, and I say to my husband, God, I just, I feel enormous, you know. I just feel, I feel like a, a, a whale. And does he say, oh, no, darling, you look like a beautiful whale. Did he say that, Tim? Did he? Yes, he did. No, Tim. What he said was, no, what he said was, no, darling, you look like a beautiful pregnant whale. <laughs> That's a trick question. <laughs> uh, I've got, while we're on yeah, I've yeah. got another mammal-themed one. Okay. Yeah. Um, after the birth of my first child, Tim, picture the scene. 
It's very romantic. It's a bit later. Yeah. We're, we're in bed, perhaps a little bit post-coital. I think we all, you know, you don't have to actually picture it if you don't want to. Um, and he's, he's caressing my flank. And uh, he says to me, you know, before you had children, um, your body was all sort of soft and smooth and firm like a dolphin. And I say, oh, what's it like now? And he says, it's sort of spongy. <laughs> Did he say that, Tim? Did he say that? I'm, I'm, I, I fear that he... Yes, he did say that, Tim. He did say that. <laughs> Helen, you go. <coughs> During my... <laughs> Are you enjoying it, Tim? Do you like the game? It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> During my birth, Tim, about 12 hours in, did my husband say, do you know what? I'm really tired. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he would have done that. Yeah, yeah. and I said... I did, I did things like that. Did He's you? Like, yeah, that's what, I know what you mean. My back is killing me. That's yeah. Oh, and Tim. then followed up with... By saying, but I've done a full day's work. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is my last one. Um, Did my husband once say to me, uh, imagine the scene. (laughs) It's been a while since we'd had sex. And my husband said to me, um, look, darling, you know, let's let's stay in tonight. Let's let's just watch a film, you know, and then we'll get a curry and then we'll have a bit of the other, you know. And I said, you know, just being honest, but we always like eat too much curry because we really like it. And then we're all bloated and farty and we don't really feel like having sex. Now, did my husband say, well, I tell you what we'll do. We'll eat half the curry, then we'll have sex and then we'll eat the rest of the curry. That sounds a really good idea. <laughs> Somebody is finally thinking about how to solve that problem. I know. No, I think he said something worse. No, he did say that. He did, he say, did that. say that. <laughs> Good for him. Okay. And my, yeah. my, my, my last one is um, after I'd been at home with two small children uh, looking after them all day and he came in about eight o'clock at night. Did he say this to him? Uh, oh, no, not pastor again. <laughs> did he say that to him? Did he? <laughs> He might have. Yes, he did. Of course he did. Sounds. Have you known nothing about our husbands, Tim? In the four hours we've been playing this game, I'll cut it down a bit for the edit. It's like, you know, when people tweet to me, they say, when I read your column, it's like you have, you're looking in at our window. Yeah. Now I know what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> Except we've locked the doors in a small house and made you sit here and listen to yeah. us. You've got it's half like, your next book, What I'm hearing sounds terribly familiar. Yeah, good. Are we, are we playing it back to you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please don't leave. Um, <laughs> what a good game! Yes, and the winner of the game is Tim. Yes. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> Comedy is the winner. Yay! What have we got now, Helen? Band chat, Nilly. Band chat. I can see here that the first question is, you're in a band, exclamation point. (laughs) She doesn't say, she's new to journalism. (laughs) She's she's not going to be on the Today Show anytime soon. Go on. State state me the first question. (laughs) So, Tim, you're in a band. Band. Um, What do you play? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) He's really regretting it now. Really regretting. I play it. the banjo. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> and what, you see, no, if only it were a euphemism. How long have you been playing the banjo? I have playing. I haven't been playing the banjo for much longer than I've been in the band. I got it, given it for my forty-fourth birthday. So yeah, why? so eight years I've been playing the banjo. And what style of music do you play? We used to call it urban bluegrass, but that didn't. Yeah. Nobody felt like they knew more after we said that. Um, yeah. But it's, it falls into that sort of giant umbrella label of Americana. Who, yes. who are your big influences? That's a good question. I mean, the thing is, everybody has these, you know, everybody has this kind of childhood of music that isn't like this. Mm. Rolling Stones. And everyone has, I have certain country influences like Hank Williams and people like that. It's very sort of basic. And then the Americana umbrella, which includes people like Wilco and all these sort of new bands who've come in. We are like, but I mean, for me, there's this, this kind of music. I came late to... The schooling of it, and you know, the first when I first picked up a banjo and couldn't play it at all, I started listening to banjo music for the first time ever, and I suddenly realised that a lot of it is awful. Mm. I mean, it's just who listens to that? So you have to find kind of banjo players who you admire, so mm. otherwise you have no one to emulate. Yeah, you just think this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Mumford and Sons is a is a big influence on. We're your like work. Mumford and Sons dads. <laughs> Mumford and Dad. Mumford like, and Dad. Uh, people sitting in an estate outside waiting to pick them up to take yeah, them out. <laughs> You've got A levels tomorrow. So do you do like the Cambridge Folk Festival? Where where, where can people no, find you? No, we've never you? got. We've never. Well, they can find us on our website, pleasedoghogan dot com. Wasn't taken. <laughs> uh, and we are we are playing in Lewis. Oh, very posh. Next month, uh, we're doing Sultan Lewis. We do. We'd like to do them in three groups of little. Tours, mini tours of three and four mm. come home. What song gets you on the dance floor? Are you a dancer, Tim? Do you like a boogie? The person mm. that lives within me mm-hmm. that likes boogie. Yeah. And I have never met. Oh. He's on the other side of the drinking threshold. Oh, I see. Someone said to me, yeah, someone, I, I, I have that thing because I remember being on holiday with a bunch of other families mm. and they were all talking about Night Tim. Oh. <laughs> the person who I become after sort of 11, I suppose. Oh. Between 11 and whatever. And one of the sort of younger people in the group, some like a girl who's about 12, said, what's Night Tim like? And I said, I don't know, I've never met him. <laughs> A meeting. Oh. Um, uh, what what does Night Tim get up to? Um, well, he dances. That <laughs> I know because there are pictures. <laughs> but Have I you got your hands I, in the air like you just don't care. I, do, I, just, I, I, I sort of hate dancing, and I realise that the thing that I hate about it is that I am so inhibited. Mm. And um, if I'm drunk enough, 
it doesn't matter. Yeah. But what I'm interested in is, is that your writing is so uninhibited. You put, like, as we said before, with a few exceptions, you put your whole life kind of on the page for everybody to read about, and you're not embarrassed about that. But why do you care about what, like, because my husband is a big fan of dancing, and I'm like, why do you care? Like, why do you care what these 50 or 100 people who are also all a bit drunk and dancing and silly, why do you care what they think of how you can move your body? Why does it matter to you? Why, Tim? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think, I'm, you know, I'm socially awkward and uh, gener- inhibited and shy generally. And I think lots of writers are like that because, mm. uh, you know, perversely, writing doesn't feel like a brave thing to do at all. To me, it feels like a perfect job for a coward. And I don't... I don't mind people that I don't know reading shit about me <laughs> in any way. Yeah. I don't care. It's it, if if you are socially awkward and and shy and find it difficult to be in front of people, there is an element of that that is simply frustrating. You know, you think I don't want to. I don't want to be like this. I want to be fun. It's it's time, I think, Helen, for Scummy Mummy Confessions. Hooray! Yes, let's do that. Uh, Helen, do you want to go first? Yeah, I, I the other day, and I don't swear in front of my kids very often, but I've had a week of sickness and uh, my daughter vomited on my face yesterday morning at 5am. And uh, so I said, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I just lost it. And then my little boy went... What does fuck say mean? What's, what's fuck say? And I said, and then I instantly used the pop song. What does the fuck say? So pop music saved my parenting. Nice. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. I remember my youngest child coming up to my office while I was working and he sat down in this kind of chair behind me. I thought, mm. it's nice. He's watching Aww. me work. He's only about three or four. And he said, is this the fucking chair? <laughs> and I turned around and he's sitting in this old... Sort of overstuffed corduroy <laughs> armchair, and I said, "I turned turn back before I answered him. I didn't want to do the eye contact. Or anything. So I turned back to my computer and I said, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> and he said, "Is this the fucking chair?" And I said, which, "Which chair?" And he said, "The fucking chair that Mum wants you to take downstairs and put out front." <laughs> excellent, excellent. And I said, Why, yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, my, my seven-year-old's just started to learn to properly read. Like, so when you're on the tube and there's... But then there was an ad for Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> she really loudly on the tube said, Does dirty mean just one kind of dirty? Or is it another kind of dirty? And we're like, no, he was. it's about being muddy. He's a muddy, <laughs> a muddy, muddy grandpa. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, so we have a we have a scummy mummy listener confession. Uh, yeah. This is from Claudia or Claudia. I don't know. Sorry if I've I've said it wrong. Yeah. I've, I've said it twice, so I must have said it right. <laughs> so stop complaining. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, she's got a fourteen month old, um, and she says the other morning we adjourned from the kitchen to the sitting room after breakfast, where I instructed the kid, "Now you play nicely with your toys while mummy tidies up a bit." And then she's put, "Like seriously, what is the point of toys? <laughs> All babies want to play." with his scissors and glass and iPhones. Anyway, she's digressing. Uh, I turn around to pick up a mug and the first thing that Ziggy decides to play with is my empty gin and tonic glass from the night before. I turn around at the point she puts a piece of old gin-soaked lime in her mouth and sucks ravenously on it. Oh, you'd think I'd have the sense by now to pick up the booze-related item first. You'd think so, wouldn't you, Claudia, Claudia, but you didn't. So well done. Thank you for sharing. Oh. That was a great confession. I like that one. Uh, so I've got one. I had a very important meeting 
the other day and uh, I really needed the loo and I sort of went into this office and I didn't really know anyone. I was like, oh, can I use the loo? And they were like, oh, there's someone in the ladies and she's going to be a while. Didn't like to ask why. Um, but there's, um, you know, you can use the men's if, if you don't mind. And I just went, I've had two children. I can't wait. <laughs> and to, just in the middle of this office with people I've never met who just looked at me like, what? Because that's what they want to do is think of your pelvic floor. That's, that's it. Like, that's <laughs> really what they wanted yeah. to talk about. It wasn't really funny. I'll be here all week. Yeah, yeah. And then I just had a pee in a men's toilet. So <laughs> good times. Um, Tim, have you got anything else you want to get off your chest? I wanted to go way words? back for that. I mean, because they... I mean, certainly the most, I suppose, actionable thing I've ever done was I left I left one of my children in a fish shop. A baby in a fish shop. <laughs> and just forgot that I had a child. Well, like on the counter in between the he haddock was, and to the... To be fair, he was new. He was, you know... <laughs> was it second, third? Third. third oh, yeah, fair well. enough. Yeah. You know, fish shops... I find fish shops very stressful. Yeah. Because I always think, unlike most shops... Fishmonger is always trying to sell you old shit. Old shit. Yeah. And also, I then pretend like I know a lot more about fish than I do. <laughs> it's like, oh no, no, no! I'm not having that one. So no. I got very weird. Weird. I, I, there was a long queue, and he was in a. He was six weeks old, maybe, and he was in a Small. big pram. So I parked the pram, put the brake on, away from the fish guts and everything. <laughs> yeah. In the queue, and I waited in the queue, and I was like, I'm getting more and more stressed. And I ended up. It didn't go well. I ended up buying two dozen goose barnacles. <laughs> Which cost a fortune. <laughs> oh, and I was just thinking... Well, it's a nightmare. It's trying to scrape them off the so gates, isn't it? I was just walking down the road to meet my wife at some playground where she was with the other two. And I was just thinking, oh, she's going she's gonna to say, what the fuck did you buy goose barnacles for? <laughs> and then she's going to ask to see the bill and I'm going to have to show her how much a goose barnacle costs. And tell her <laughs> that I bought 24 of them. And I thought, she's, that's what she's going to say. But that's not what she said. She said, where's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim. Oh, Jesus. And I just dropped the goose barnacles and I ran all the way back. And he was asleep in his pram in the queue. And I think the queue was so long that people just thought that the next someone, people in yeah, the queue yeah. probably belonged to the child. I don't know what they thought when I came running and panting and ran off with a pram with a baby in it. I didn't stay to find out. I sometimes worry that if that happens in America that I'd be in jail now. Probably. Yeah. I did the opposite, which is I showed up at the supermarket without a pound coin. Oh. I was in a sort of fury and I was going to do the two basket thing where you put everything in two baskets and yeah. <laughs> give I yourself thought, scoliosis of the spine and I went and I found the free double baby oh, trolley yes. which has two yeah. baby seats mm-hmm. like that and I walked around with that through the whole supermarket with transparently no babies in it <laughs> knowing that it's basically the only one in the car park Yeah, thinking to myself if someone comes up to me with two crying babies I will hand it over if they don't they you know it's their fault for bringing two babies to a supermarket. Yeah. And I got all the way to the checkout and I thought I was all done. And the guy said to me, are you collecting school vouchers? <laughs> and I said, no. And the woman behind me said, no, he doesn't have any, he's lost his kids. That's why. He's lost <laughs> his kids. And she seemed, she was like furious. I doesn't, and I said, and I looked at the thing, I didn't know what she was talking about at first. I was like, I what? And she goes, you've lost your kids, haven't you? <laughs> and I looked at the trial, I looked back at her and I said, I said, they were here a minute ago. <laughs> and she went, were they? And I said, most times, they usually find their way back to the car. We've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for being our guest, Tim Dowling. Thank you. It's been marvellous.
Is there, is there anything you want to sell or plug before you go to Of course, your book, How to Be a Husband, is available in all good shops uh, and Amazon. I, Pay a tax, Amazon! I think it's still available in some bad shops as well. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, Tim, for being an amazing guest. Thank you, Claudia Claudia, for your brilliant Scummy Mummy listener confession. If you've got one that you'd like to share, please email scummymummiespodcast at gmail.com. And we're on the social media, aren't we, Elio? We are. <laughs> we're at Twitter, at Scummy Mummies. We're on Instagram and we're on Facebook. All right. Thank you ever so much for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. I, th- I think we're down to one dog, one cat, one tortoise. Three children. God, Three that's, children. A, that's enough. It seems plenty to me. I yeah. think so. That's all our mouths to yeah. feed. Steady on, Noah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon you'll get another the one, one thing though. I don't, I don't want the tortoise to meet. I don't want... <laughs> I think he's too old. I think he's a sheep, actually. He's <laughs> really old. Wow. Okay. It has got... I mean, I don't think it's growing anymore. But it, I think it was... Are you sure it's still alive? <laughs> it's this time of year, it's hard to tell. Yeah. No, we, I use him, this time of year, we use him to sort of hold the kitchen door open. <laughs> Amazing. He's like a decorative doorstop. What's his name? We used to call him Old Man. And then we took him to the vet and found out he was a woman. <laughs> and, and always had been. <laughs> He's not transitioning. Or no, no. But that's, that's his it's choice. It's rage, yeah. isn't it? Isn't wouldn't, it? Be, mate, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make us no platform, you, Tim. <laughs> oh, this is, I, this, I didn't want to go here. This is the last thing I want to end up talking Your about. transgender tortoise? What are you talking about? This is not, how, I, this is not how he wanted it to go. Either. Old Tiresias, as she's going to be called now. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.